Hi, welcome back to On My Way, the podcast. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Megan. And we are currently doing this long distance again because I'm at the beach. And I am still in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. (laughs) We are coming at you from cross country and I don't know where you're coming from, but we'll make a nice little triangle across the whole U.S. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. We're just happy that you're listening. (laughs) Um, So we wanted to update you on, I'm sure most of you listening probably know, but um, Naya Rivera's body was found at the bottom of the lake. Um, And... I thought it was kind of cool that a lot of the Glee cast came, they like came to the lake and like all held hands and stuff um, while people were still searching. And I don't know, it was a lot of the cast members. I'm surprised that they got all of them to come out. Um, I thought that was really cool. And I, I mean, I guess and everybody's not really doing anything right now, but still, that was like a huge support. And all of them are saying really nice things on social media and like it's awful, but it's cool to see that. And I also heard, I've heard, like, speculations over what happened because people still aren't sure, but um, I heard that one of the theories is that her and her son were both swimming in the lake and then the currents were, like, getting bad and they were getting pulled under. So she, like, made sure her son got on the boat and then, like, that's what she focused on and then she wasn't able to get herself back on the boat. And it took her under. And, like, whether or not that's true, I feel like that's a good way to look at it because I don't after this I I don't think it's a suicide um I'm pretty sure that that's not the case um yeah I'm glad they found her body just for like peace of mind of her friends and family and everything just so there's not like a big question mark it's like yeah kind of case closed and even though the answer is probably not what they were hoping it's something yeah exactly it's it's a form of closure even if it's not good and thank you for everybody who tuned into last week's episode. We took the route of doing all these current conspiracies and realized about halfway into each one that all of these are kind of big question marks and unsolved. And yeah. I've seen stuff on the Wayfair situation about how the pricing was by algorithm and that they're just randomly named and it could have been a joke. And I don't think Wayfair has spoken out about it, but I don't know. There's still an unsolved, but yeah, my biggest condolences to the family and friends of her because that's like an awful awful thing that no one should have to go through yeah it's really terrible especially that I mean the whole country like knew that she was missing and then people got pretty invested into the story if anybody wanted an update um so I'm going to be a senior at Temple as most of you know um and we got to find out which of our classes were online and all of mine besides one is online and the class that is in person is a film class, my gen, gen ed film class where we watch movies the whole time, which is the one class that could have easily been online. I'm sorry, that's so, like, was, what? What were I they thinking? Know. If there's one, like, if they had to start and think, okay, which classes should we start and put online? That would probably be one of the first classes, I would say. Yeah, that could easily be done online. Yeah, that should actually, pandemic or not, that should right. be done online if we're just going to... No, I'm kidding. I, I, there, there's discussion, whatever. I get it. I get it. But that's like my one non-major class that has nothing to do with the career that I am edging towards. Like, you're telling yeah. me I'm going to have to learn data science on Zoom? 
No. My brain can hardly handle that. I know. My brain couldn't handle international business. I clicked join Zoom call and I tuned out immediately and just went on Club Penguin for the hour. Did you actually? Yeah, I did. <laughs> not not for the whole time, but I went through a phase for like three days where I was like back to my roots in Club Penguin. Oh my gosh, that was like my... My cognitive neuroscience class, the one, um, if anybody remembers, I started singing during a time that my microphone tragically got unmuted. Um, That class I did in my kitchen, and it was at like 2 p.m., and so all my siblings were constantly running in and out, and I just was not paying attention. Online classes are... uh, uh, I'm not going to say a blessing and a curse, because I don't like them, but... A blessing in the until the exam comes. They are a uh, curse. They are yeah. a curse. Also, let me know why America was like, yeah, this this global pandemic is actually a political hoax, and I am not going to wear a mask because this is oppression. I'm just like trying to wrap my head around the thought process where people are like, yes, this is political. No, it's not. Right. Wear a freaking mask when you're in public. Yeah. I saw a statistic. Oh, and also they... Uh, no, I don't want to get into this because I don't know enough. I just saw the headlines. But apparently now all stats regarding coronavirus, instead of going to the CDC, are going to a privately owned thing under Trump's yeah, thing. Yeah, so I like saw that the, too. That's How is that legal? I, I don't, don't understand. Um, and also they've been... Um, we're saying they've been endorsing Goya because their CEO said they supported them. I'm like, you can't, you can't do that though. Yeah, that's also you can't endorse products when you're like the president. (laughs) Look, look, any of you guys listening, if you're over 18 and you don't go to the polls and vote for Joe Biden, I don't care if you like him or not. I don't, don't vote for third party. It's not going to work. Mm-mm. You're throwing away your vote. Don't not vote at all because you don't want to vote for Joe Biden. Every person who doesn't go and vote for Joe Biden, it is a vote for Trump. And um, look, it's not even about politics at this point. If you're a Republican, liberal, I don't care. As long as you have reasonings behind your beliefs, there is no reason why the younger generation can't overtake and like Give yeah, us a real president. Absolutely. There's so many of us. And if you're under 18, use what you know and try to educate people you do know who are able to vote. My quote of the rest of the year is settle for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, he's going to be fine. I'm just... I like that. I get that politics are a little corrupt, but... I mean, the bar when the bar is set so low, the bar, is, the bar isn't raised. The bar is on the ground. We're like, please just give us someone who right. can read. Like, give us exactly. someone who's literate. That's all we're asking yeah. for. Basically. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about, um, I don't know what we're going to call this. When I drafted this, I called this slump, slump Busters episode. Slump <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a, that's like a, that's like not a, anyway, I don't, I don't know. This just came to me in a, in a vision. Um, and we're going to be talking about how to get out of a slump. Get out of your bad day. I think we've all been having a lot of slumps. Yes. And bad days. Yeah, especially because I think this is kind of an awkward time because it's not. We can't say we're in quarantine anymore because we're not. But there's still a lot of unknown going around. And, like, we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing. Um, so 
it's kind of we can't be like oh we're in quarantine and it's kind of I've noticed that too with um people making plans like I'm I can't use quarantine as an excuse anymore because we're technically like technically where we are like we're in green there aren't really restrictions except we're supposed to be wearing a face mask and stuff right now but um I don't know I think that almost causes more problems of being in this sort of unknown place yeah it's like okay we're a lot like the outdoors are now legalized going to a restaurant is now legalized but should we I heard I heard they're closing bars again they are and honestly it sucks it does suck, and I know wedding re- or restrictions for indoor places were limited to, like, 25 people, and that's putting a huge wrench in my wedding season, and it all sucks, but at the same time, it do the, do what you need to do. Yeah. Like, give me the restrictions you need to do. Like, no, it's a good thing, and it. I want, it's... like, now that you and I are both 21, I want my first experience, like, us being 21 in a bar, like, actually going to a bar to be, like safe and not having to worry about catching the virus or harming anybody else so and like that's not to say like sure we can still like you can still go out somewhere to eat grab a cocktail something like this but there's no reason why there's like this huge rush to get back into these nightclub bars where it's all dark and everybody's crammed and it's hot and it's sweaty like yeah it's fun it's a blast but it's not necessary and like yeah my job is like like my business is being hit so hard and I remember how like how mad I was at the beginning and I was like why me what me no it's like everybody we all have to make sacrifices for the greater good and we can't really control anything anymore just wear a mask like literally literally yeah. all we can control is whether or not we wear a mask um exactly. that's not true. there's more but I don't know it's just a look we've we've been I've been needing a lot of um slump busting moments lately what can I say mm-hmm. yeah I think this topic is coming in at a good time so we're gonna give you some of our personal tips that we have possibly used or noticed have worked when we are in a slump take it away see okay best slump buster so one slump buster that i have (laughs) is um well i kind of came up with it during quarantine and um so i said like text just text one of your friends um, I, the reason I didn't say is, like, talk to one of your friends is because we weren't supposed to be seeing our friends. Um, but, so text one of your friends, and the way I see it, it's either gonna be, like, they're, they'll either respond and say that they're feeling the same way, and so that'll sort of validate what you're going through and be like, okay, and it'll just make you feel better and realize that you're not alone, or they will, um, sort of explain that, they're doing pretty well and then you can be like okay what are you doing and just sort of communicate in that way even if they're not going through the same thing that you are I think that it'll help just knowing that you're not alone and you won't be in the slump forever right (laughs) that's a good thing I just like even just knowing like when you're super anxious and you're feeling like so I like everything so out of my control yeah. but it's everything so uncertain just telling someone that and then them being like oh I feel the exact same way and suddenly it's a lot better yeah or, or and maybe text someone who you haven't talked to in a while either yeah that's true and it could be doing or, them a favor too like you never know or if there's something um 
like if there's something that's going on that's kind of bugging you and it's like you know it's not that big of a deal and you shouldn't be that bothered but you are um you're kind of explaining something to a friend of like telling them about this thing happening is very therapeutic because you get it out and as you're typing that's like the release you need and then you also see that it's not as big of a deal as maybe it feels like it is. yeah absolutely I think I don't know about you but sometimes my emotions are way stronger and way more intense than the actual problem or issue and just realizing that allows me to take a step back and be like okay feel what you need to feel but no logically you don't have to feel like it's not that big of a deal yeah exactly and like the other day this is a good example of this when you I forget exactly what you said but you texted me and you were like like you were like can you be my therapist for a second or something like that yes yeah and I was like yeah man go and that I feel like that's a good way to start because you'll know like it you kind of get to like feel the vibes of the other person like do they want to talk to me right now like what okay but like what if you didn't want to like would you have said no like no how effective is that but I'm like well I I mean I feel like and because the Uh, thing is I won't look at my phone and read it if I'm not like in the mood to talk to people you know what I mean because if I'm not I would have been like with my family or alone not looking at my phone and not reading my text not in the mood to be in a conversation like that right now which is also valid yeah um that being said I also feel like I have friends that I know are cool to be my therapist and I probably wouldn't bring issues if they weren't because like I feel like you're the type of person who's always ready to hear and I also feel like sometimes if you're telling a friend something it's okay to proceed with like I'm going to tell you this. There's not anything you necessarily have to say or do. Like, I literally just need to get this out there. Because I know when someone comes to me with, you know, probably like the the one I sent you or something like that, my initial reaction is to go into solve mode and, like, how do we solve this situation, blah, blah, blah. That's not always necessary. Sometimes you just need to talk about it and get it out and just, like, let, I don't know. In fact, I get annoyed when people try to solve my problems that I'm coming to them with because I'm like if it were that easy do you not think I would have done that already like (laughs) so I actually get annoyed when people if I'm venting to someone and you're trying to just like fix what I'm saying and playing it off as not a big deal Mm -hmm. no please I don't know many people who do like that I've definitely, like, done that before, not intentionally, and I don't even know if it was oh, to you. Oh, same. I think I do it, too, sometimes, but I try to catch myself. Well, it depends what someone's complaining about. Like, if yeah. someone's complaining... I have a friend who, um, they, like, this is, like, a couple years ago, and she had a job that she hated, and, like, she had to wake up super early for it, and it, like, consumed her life, and she hated it, and she would always complain about it. Um, and it was, like, a... You know, it was, like, a... It wasn't a... It was like a, I forget, it was like some sort of food job, like something that wasn't super, super crazy mm-hmm. hard to get. Actually sounds, I don't know if that sounds really bad, but it basically, it wouldn't have been a big deal if she quit. It wasn't something that was going to go on a resume. It wasn't yeah. something she was super committed to or that was going to do anything for her career. It was just like a summer job and she hated it and we were all like, quit, 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 quit. Like if you're complaining about something that can be fixed consistently, like if something that is taking over your life is something that can be fixed, then like, you know... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's hard because it's kind of like, um, if you are complaining about the same guy, over and over, to your friends, they're like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's awful." And like it, you know, if it's one of those things that's like every day. Okay, complaining to your, I feel like whenever I'm in a fight with 
my boyfriend or something I never want to go to like my mom or my close friends I mean sometimes yes if I like need to know if I'm like in the right or in the wrong Mm -hmm. but if we're having like a fight I don't really want to be like I don't want to air it out every time we're having a little disagreement because then people are gonna like kind of you know and that's yeah I'm trying to think I don't think we argue a lot I think there's I think the number one thing is I'm trying to think. I don't know. I can't remember the last time we've, like, had an argument. But I'm sure we have. And I'm sure I've, like, come to you guys. But for the most part, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I haven't been in a relationship, like, since I've been 18, really. So I have – and that we didn't – there wasn't much to talk about. Like, I told, like, one of my close friends a lot of stuff. But I, I kind of relate to the same thing. So that's kind of the only experience I have with that. So, yeah, guys, if you were wondering, I am still single. Guys, if you were wondering, <laughs> she's single as a Pringle right now. Right now. But I'm going to tell you, the second she goes back to school and she's around <laughs> other males, that window is going to close again mm. because she is in demands, guys. Oh, my god! Please gosh. save her from any stock market loving business guys that try to slide in again. Because I'm like... Okay, but she's right, though, so um, if you're a business major, sorry. Um, (laughs) If you're an engineering major, I feel like some of you guys are pretty funny. Um, Yeah. I say go for computer science because they're pretty smart. They're going to have normal work hours. Okay, right. And, you know. All right, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, all right, I don't. (laughs) So, Megan, any tips for slump busting? I need to look up, make sure slump busting isn't something terrible. It's definitely an urban dictionary. Just... I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. And then I'm going to... And then we're naming uh, it that no matter what, so... Oh, no. <laughs> slump okay. busting urban dictionary. When an athletic player is in a bad slump, the act of finding the most dis- despicable, ugly, <laughs> fat, hideous member of the opposite sex and having... No, you know where that's going. <laughs> oh. Oh man! Oh no! No! Okay, that's not no. what we meant to do. Okay, but there's also a thing called sports slump busting. Okay, this I is think it's not a sports bad. thing. It's a literal book. Oh. Okay, so it's also oh, like when a, you're in a sports slump. Okay, that's not yes, this. Okay. This is okay, life slumps. So this is a life slump, which you know, I, I don't know. What's more important, little Jimmy can't hit a baseball, or little Jimmy has severe anxiety and needs to do something about it? Little Jimmy has crippling depression, and he needs to find out how to bring his mood up. Well, in that case, we recommend um, seeking actual professional Yeah, I was just going to say, if you actually have crippling depression, you might want to see an actual um, psychologist. Also, we understand um, mental illness is not a joke, but... I don't know. I have anxiety. Do I have a pass? Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a pass, too. I'm on antidepressants. So. Okay. <laughs> Throwing to the first episode where we're just, like, chilling, like, really, I don't know. I don't want to get too pissed, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. We're clowns. We know so. it. <clears throat> What's my slump about? That's the biggest question I ask when I'm trying to get out of one is I have three major slumps. One is an anxiety slump. Mm-hmm. This is happening when something just doesn't feel right to me and I feel overwhelmed and something doesn't feel right and I just say, you know, I don't feel good about life. What I do is first I clean my room. This is like, guys, this is the key to life. I'm not joking. I don't know if you're anything like me, 
clean room, clean mind, cleaning my room, lighting a candle, putting on a playlist. And now, guys, be careful. When you're putting on a playlist, look, I love a sad playlist just like every other person here. I love crying to it. I love getting in my bag. I love putting myself in my bag. But um, that's more of like an emotional something that's going on in my life and I want to feel dramatic because, you know, I'm having boy problems or something like that. But when it is, um, I sound 12 when I say that. Having boy problems. <laughs> I don't know. This time last year was like the era of having boy problems. Oh my god, you're right. I keep getting like things popping up on my memory. I was yeah. like, okay, this is very unrelated. I was finishing up my taxes and I was going through my calendar to make sure I like got on my mileage track because I like I put everything I put everywhere I go mm-hmm. for in my calendar and I saw like it was like one Friday night and I scheduled it was like six to eight and it was called like I love being sad. And I texted Drew, and this is around the time that um, Drew and I got back together, and I texted him, I was like, did we do anything this day? He's like, I don't know, and I went back on my um, camera roll, <clears throat> and um, I that was like the one of the first nights like, we hung out after starting talking again, and I was like putting myself <laughs> like an emotional roller coaster by oh, spending no. time with him, because I liked him so much again, and I was like, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> anyway. okay yeah set the mood clean your room make a to-do list just try to like get everything superficial in your life like on the very surface clean because just having a clean organized space makes me feel more calm and at peace and takes away this feeling of overwhelmed so that's what I do and I always say clean your room before you make the to-do list because if you make the to-do list while you're cleaning your room then the, the act of cleaning your room doesn't feel as therapeutic and relaxing yeah because you know that there's all this like stuff you have to do and just like I don't know. Did that make any sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. And then you can, like, <clears throat> you can check off, clean, check cleaning your room off of the to-do list. Yeah, before make your bed and clean your room as two separate things. You're checking mm-hmm. off two boxes. Love that. Already. It's good. It's great. And plus, like, I feel like if my room's not clean, I just can't focus on anything else. I can, but it's just, like, my, my quality of work does not get done in my room's a mess. Yeah, I agree. I I love having a nice, clean, organized room. And even if somebody might come in my room and be like, oh, this is clean, if I know that my things aren't where they're supposed to be or, like, it's not up to my standards, I just won't feel as good about it. No, I'm the same way. <sighs> Slump buster number two. Slumpbuster number two, establish a new routine that will benefit you in some way. So I feel like when I am in a sort of a slump, it's because I don't have a routine or my routine becomes too routine, if that makes sense. And there's like, it gets too boring. When you lose the flavor. Yeah, there's just no flavor. Um, So to bring in some new flavors... Um, I would say add just something little to what you do every day. Like, I came up with some examples, like, um, start journaling every day, maybe, and maybe not even every day, but, like, in the morning, just a little bit, or, um, like, do some sort of stretching or yoga when you wake up. I know a lot of people do that, and for some people, that makes a huge difference in the day, um, or just change something like if you're not happy with a job and again I don't necessarily mean like if you're working full-time and like it's your livelihood but if you have a part-time job that you dread going to quit it 
and get a different one. Or if you feel like you need to be doing something else, start volunteering somewhere. Like even once a week when you have for an hour when you have a little bit of time um it can just make you feel better about yourself and change your outlook on life which I think is really cool um just like so just change it up in like a way that will benefit you in some sort of way I agree and I also feel like the hardest part of all that stuff or even just like you know getting up and doing yoga is like the momentum it takes to start and I like things like going on a walk. I remember I did not walk nearly as much as I should have during like actual full on quarantine. Yeah. Um, and it was just like the actual momentum is the hardest part. And that's something I try to remind myself when I'm about to do something is like it, the, the, the actual task or the actual thing or the actual um, confrontation to someone isn't going to be the hard part. It's just convincing myself to start to start typing the email to put yes. on shoes something like that and that's not completely related to what you're saying but yeah I think the the worst part of doing a task you don't want to do is starting it it's so hard to start doing something that you are you've been putting off for so long or that you're dreading doing yes it's and I've heard about the five minute rule um so this is referring to any big task that you're putting off and procrastinating because it's so daunting and overwhelming because it's so large. So let's say a room is super messy or you have a big essay or something like that. Um, setting a timer for five minutes, like that's not a big commitment and your brain's going to realize, okay, five minutes isn't too bad. So just promising yourself five minutes to start something and spending five minutes. And then once it gets to that five minute mark, you can decide whether or not you want to keep going or you know save enough for the other five minutes but most of the time you're going to want to keep going but not having the pressure of like okay i'm starting this essay and it's about to take six hours like you're literally just putting five minutes towards it is all you need to um let yourself get that momentum yeah that's a that's very true and i just need to get better at doing that whenever <laughs> i see um those tweets on twitter i'll see them circulate every once in a while where someone's like you know that thing you we're supposed to do like two months ago that's gonna take you 10 minutes to do just do that thing and I'm like oh my god they know me so well like I just I I feel like I always have something that I'm supposed to do and it's weird because I'm not usually a procrastinator but just with some little things like you normally if I have to even make sending an email or making a phone call to do something stupid and easy I'll just put that off forever Sending an email, I could do, making a phone call is something that I will put off um, for months. See, See, and sometimes I do, sometimes one day I'll be like, oh, I need to call this, and the next day I do it. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, I need to call this person, and I'll do it three months later. Like, it, there's no in-between. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's tough. It is tough. My advice, I don't know. How to get out of a slump? I don't know, guys. It's pretty tough. I know. This is also, like, (laughs) advice that is... It's, like, easy advice to give because it's so obvious. It's just the actual act of doing it is so hard. And I think that's the thing about, like, life in general is that, Mm -hmm. you know, if your friend's in a situation with, like, a toxic boyfriend or a job they don't like or something like this, like, the answer is 90% of the time really, really clear. It's just actually taking the steps to walk away from something or to start something or that like that's the hardest taking the advice like giving advice is so easy that's why I give it taking advice 
is so hard. That's why my life is a lot messier than it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You read about that. <laughs> I think a moral of the story, just if you're not happy where you're at, I think you just get out and do something. Like, okay, if you're if you're unhappy in a relationship and you get out and experience more things, you might meet someone else or meet someone who is in a healthier relationship and realize, okay, this is my problem. If you're unhappy because you're single and upset go out you might meet someone or you might find a new hobby that fills that gap momentarily for the time if you're unhappy with a job it just the list goes on like you'll you'll find something if you make an effort to get out there into the world and do it yeah I feel like one like a lot of my slump stuff was more towards like having rough days in particular but if you're having like a rough time in general Mm -hmm. and like I've been there we've all been there the key is just trying something new and getting out of your comfort zone yes getting out of your comfort zone is one of the most or like like the cliche quote like all things are difficult before they're easy so like if there's something you're afraid to pick up like you know crossfit or cycling or painting Mm -hmm. like yeah it's gonna be hard at first but it gets easier so pick it up yeah just do it stick with it it takes 21 days to form a habit so I don't think I have any habits except for drinking water and making my bed. <laughs> you were just gonna say except for drinking. I know I had a really bad habit about mm, two months ago where I'd have like a glass of wine a lot of nights, like not every night, and mm-hmm. I was, was just like, I don't know. I was like, I'm not getting anything from this, and it wasn't enough to like make me feel anything. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you need it. There's no like. I don't know. I think that one of my bad habits that I've been trying to get out of is if there's, like, you know, a candy or a snack or a treat or something like that, like, I don't want to have it just because it's there and I can have it. Like, I want to have it because I want yes. it. Yes. Like- I, I very much feel that. Because, okay, right now at the beach, we have a literal cabinet filled with snacks. Like, oh, to the brim. Man. We brought so many snacks. Because, you know, Corona, we're being super careful on this vacation. Like, we're not going out to eat anywhere. We're ordering in and we're, like, not going shopping. So we bought it all beforehand. And I, I think for every meal, I have, like, 12 different snacks. That's so nice. <laughs> I know. Is there like, like, there? Yes, we do. Tramix is the ultimate beach It's snack. so good. We have, like, the um sweet and spicy type. I, we don't have plain. I don't know why. I like the, if it has M&Ms, it's good. Oh, yeah. One time I was eating trail mix with Drew, and I made a joke. I was like, don't worry, I'm just eating the raisins. And he's like, no, leave those in. Those are my favorite part. And I was What? <laughs> yeah, the raisins are his favorite part. He's like, take all the M&Ms, just like leave the raisins. And I thought he was joking. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. Well, at least you compliment each other well, then. Maybe. True. Silver lining. <laughs> Maybe instead of being so difficult, I should just be like, okay, I'll have the M&M's. Oh, so sad. I know the one time I grabbed a handful of tramix because there's, like, he has a bucket of tramix in his apartment at all times. Oh, my gosh. I just, like, cannot help myself. An essential. And I, like, grabbed it and, like, you know when you, like, see, you, like, kind of let your hand glide towards the part of the bowl with the most in it? Yes. And I'm walking back to the room and I have, like, my little handful of tramix and he goes, Wow, Megan, there's a lot of M&M's in there. I was like, don't question me. <laughs> I left the raisins. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll pick them out. I'll pick them out and throw them back in. I want nothing to do with them. Give me the M&M's. Give me the peanuts. Give me the pretzels. Leave the rest. Yeah. Anyway, so when I'm really sad, 
what I like to do, like, this is, like, the sad slump. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're in a fight with someone. I always, like, refer to, like, people being in fights. I don't, I don't, I don't know. If you're just, like, if there's, like, weird, like, weirdness or sadness, whatever. I always like to really lean into it, purge my emotions. We talk about it here. We're very per- pro-purge your emotions. We are. Um, as curating a very sad playlist that's going to make you cry and feel it all, and then getting in the car and just driving around or driving to a park yeah oh my gosh that's a good one i forgot about that but i do that i love it yeah i like and especially because it's i always feel like it's around sunset and just driving Mm -hmm. around that sunset by yourself with like some sad music blasting like i think the car is the best place to feel emotions because you can turn on a song that perfectly encapsulates whatever you're feeling crank it up and it's like surround sound of just being completely immersed in the feeling and when you add in like the loneliness factor of the car and just like you being Mm -hmm. alone and like no one can reach you because you're not on your phone because you're driving and just like it's the perfect place to feel all emotions preferably sad ones are my car emotion choice yeah yes yeah i a lot of emotions i feel like can be strengthened by um getting in a car and putting music to them but especially sadness I there was one time in like the middle of quarantine ish where I was at home and I was like I can't I can't I can't be here anymore and I was like I'm going somewhere and it was like 8 p.m and my family was like um where are you going like you have nowhere to go it's quarantine where are you gonna go like what are you gonna do and I was like I I don't know I'm gonna go <laughs> so I got in my car and just drove around and I was like I I'm sad. That's like that's what you need sometimes. Yeah. And that's what the world needs. And you can like it's temperature controlled. It's like the car is the perfect place to be at the exact temperature you want to be. Because mm-hmm. like let's say you're in your house and you're too hot, you can turn down the AC, but it's gonna take a couple minutes to kick in. Like the car, you can instantly feel exactly what you want to feel and what you need to feel. How could you not want that? Mm-hmm. Do you know I just found out that um the AC is broken in my car? Boo. I know. Why? And I should. I feel like I should have really good AC because, like, my initials is kind of like who I am. Like, how could I, I not? I didn't say that, but I thought I was like, no, that's like too much. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's a metaphor. Is everything okay? Like, AC's broken. I don't know, man. Like, I don't. Okay, but the thing is, I always thought, like, I would always just put it on high every time and, like, as high as it could go, fan on as high as it could go. And I was like, man, my air conditioning is crap. Like, I just thought it was really bad. And then <laughs> my dad drove the car the other day. And he was like, Alexander, why didn't you tell me your air conditioning was, <laughs> was broken? And I was like, what? And he was like, it's broken. <laughs> and oh. I thought this whole time, I thought it was just bad. Like, it wasn't working well. But it was working. Apparently, it's just broken. That's such a dad trope for there to be yes. something wrong with the car and for us to ignore it and the dad to drive it and be like, hey, there's something Oh, yeah, like when there's a noise and I just turn up the volume on my <laughs> Yeah, that sounds expensive. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like it's thousands of dollars. <laughs> Better drown it out with my sad songs. <laughs> Suddenly falling by Harry Styles is on full volume. Oh, my God, stop. One time, oh, man, one time I was in, like, a Zoom lecture online and my sister started playing that song, like, from upstairs, and I could hear it, and I just zoned out for three whole minutes, and I was like, wow, that just put me yeah. in my bag, I'm not in class anymore. 
I love Falling by Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. Oh my god. Is it? I don't love him the way you do, but I do love him. So, oh my gosh. I can't see him. I can't see him again until over a year from now. But hear me out. Um, at least you, like, when well, now, it's, if you already went, you would have already seen him and it would have been over, but now you have to look forward to it. That's for true. Year. That's true. So, you're just extending, because the, the fun part is that everything leading up to it, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, the concert itself is fun, but, like, when it's, oh, like, it's like a vacation, how, like, you look forward to it, you look forward to it, you, you, you almost, like, don't want to go on it, because, like, you don't want it to be over, and you just want to keep pushing mm-hmm. it That's very true. Yeah, I'm excited, nonetheless, so. <sighs> oh, is it my turn? I don't know. First, uh, Do you want it to be another slump buster? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't have a ton of slump busters because I usually kind of just like ride the wave, clean my room, and then like let everything else take its Yeah, me too. Um, this is this is my last one that I thought of, but it's kind of just another extension of like getting out in the world and doing stuff. So, um, I was thinking of like for me personally myself, like getting out of my apartment or like out of wherever I am and just going for a walk and um doing a random act of kindness in some way and um I I like even if it's just like complimenting someone you know it gets you talking to like a stranger and while yes this can be dangerous you just hopefully like you pick out a good person like maybe someone your age who like seems trustworthy i don't know (laughs) (laughs) hey he approached me (laughs) for a random act of kindness so am i but he was paying so i didn't want to be like yes i want cheesecake duh I'm at the cheesecake factory. It's not the dinner factory. God. I'm not at the mediocre pasta factory. Of course I want cheesecake. That's why there wasn't a second date, okay? Probably. I don't like I feel like first impressions mean a lot and if I don't feel comfortable enough around you to express my one for actually that's such a lie i'm not that confrontational exactly more than anything else like okay maybe if i was paying i would be like i don't care if you order cheesecake but like i'm getting some but he was already like yeah like i'm getting the bill so i was like so like dessert and he was like "Mm, nah and i was like oh my god (laughs) what have i done (laughs) (laughs) yeah tragic Um. I think I had another I don't know. I had something that I was going to say regarding something else you said, but it's kind of gone away now. I don't know. Um, I just, I like the random act of kindness one because it makes you feel good about yourself. And like, if you were sad or feeling slumpy because um, of like being down on yourself, it's kind of like, oh, I did a good thing today. Like a little pat on the back for yourself. And maybe that stranger who you do a random act of kindness for will then do a random act of kindness for you or something and you know that you probably made their day so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool like if i've been in line a couple times um at like starbucks or something yeah and someone in front of me would just like pay for it and i wouldn't even you know i wouldn't even talk to them or anything i'd just get up there and pay and be like oh the person yeah. in front of you and I'm like, yeah oh well 
let me pay for the next yeah and just like and it makes you feel so good yeah um see i always hear about that happening and that's never happened to me um granted i don't go through the drive-thru very often or like go to starbucks that often but one time i was at chipotle after work when i was like i don't know 17 or something and there was like a dad and his two kids in front of um the line with me and then um so they ordered and then they get to the end of the line and the cashier was like so that's four chicken chicken burrito bowls and he was like what no three and she's like oh i'm sorry like i thought she was with you too and then i was and then he looked at me he's like oh oh i was like i'm not a part of like, i'm not a part of the family he's like found it tonight tonight though and like just like put it on his thing and i was like Aw. that's so nice i would have cried that's so I know, nice i was pretty close i was coming from my job at um it rhymes with, I don't want to say it for copyright reason, it rhymes with schmargin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, did you do your last slump buster? Yeah, I think that's it. I think okay. it's like, if you have, it's, it depends what type of slump it is. If it's a very short slump, that's just like a weird feeling. Um, my anxiety people, y'all, y'all get <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> Where you at? You know, set the vibe, clean your room, it's all gonna be okay writing things down venting anything to just like get out the emotion yeah that's the big thing that's the thing about life just don't let the emotions take you over get it out and that's you know that's all i got for you today Mm -hmm. and slumps are i don't know just like listen to this episode if you feel like you're in a slump because yeah knowing how normal that feeling of like dread and anxiety or or as a matter of fact if you're in a slump put on any of our podcast episodes because i feel like that will help you in some way our our, our charismatic banter exactly for an hour? you're welcome i can't believe this shit is free <laughs> i know right <laughs> we spend so long on every episode <laughs> like just because we're not the best podcasters in the world doesn't mean we don't put our blood sweat and tears into it but again there's no proof that we aren't the best podcasters in the world true <laughs> no one's told us we're not the best po- actually my brother called i almost put it on the um instagram story he called our boys 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 episode cringy um i am um, yeah, not gonna sorry, completely disagree with him but oh they- <laughs> no, no, no no listen <laughs> they get like okay the first one i think is so cringy um just because it's the first one like how's it not gonna be cringy do you know what i mean right um they get significantly better, I think, as we go. Because I was so afraid of, like, speaking. I think the first episode, I want to make a collage of about ten times per episode, I used to say, can we cut that out? And have you noticed, they take less time to edit now. Because yeah. before, it used to be, like, every five minutes, I would say something that I was like, no, I need to cut that out. Yeah, the flow is more there. Which is crazy, because we haven't had a review in, like, two months. So. That is really crazy, guys. Um... I mean, like, not not to sound thirsty <laughs> or dramatic, but like, I'm looking for the serotonin I get from when I see a new review. Exactly, give us some serotonin. Get us out of a possible slump, and review possible. us. <laughs> I think you mean probable. Probable slump. <laughs> I'm always in a slump. I think I have like one slump a week. I don't know. Like one big, like and like two big slumps a year. But oh like yeah. One, one working slump a week. Mm-hmm. Those big, those little little slumps, you're like, okay, cool, I'm human, I can still feel a, a wider range of emotions, but those big slumps, I'm like, yeah, I, I wish that on mm, my worst enemy. Mm, no, I hate those. Not a fan of the big slump. 
The big swamp. The big swamp. Episode idea. <laughs> the big idea. swamp. Because Slump Busters Anonymous is a little too, <laughs> you know. <sighs> Alright, we got, we got some good titles in the works. Excited to see which one ends up making it. That's all I got for you. Me too, I think. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I love you guys. I love you guys too. I said that so weird. <laughs> Alright, bye guys. Bye, have a good week. Review us. Um, I sent you a picture of my bug bites and he said, no, babe, stop going outside. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean stop going outside? Babe, no. You know I don't like the outdoors.